Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie, your girl, Dr. Lynn Goble. Yes, I am back this week with another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I keep coming back each week to give you a dose of. I am here just to release some positive vibes to you. Wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer, maybe even your television or your radio this week. To all of my listeners, I want to let you know that I love and appreciate each and every one of you for tuning into the podcast each week nationwide and internationally. I never want to take that for granted. So that is the reason why I want to express my gratitude and my thanks to each and every one of you beauties. Listen, I love you so much. I appreciate you. And I am sending love right back to you all across the world. So I pray that all of you had a wonderful and blessed week last week. I celebrated my birthday last week. And I just praise God for that. I praise God that he allowed me to see another year That's something that I also don't take for granted. It's a blessing each birthday that you get to celebrate. So I am so grateful and I'm thankful to God for that. So today, beauties, listen, we are going to learn a little bit about how the perfect cookie is made. Yep, that's right. That's what I said. How the perfect cookie is made. There is nothing like the smell of fresh cookies baking in the oven, right? And, you know, I don't indulge in eating sweets anymore, like cookies and cake. I try to stay away from a lot of sugar for my own personal health reasons, but I still love the smell of cookies baking in the oven. And I just celebrated my birthday, as I said, so knowing that I don't eat a lot of sugar, maybe once or twice a year on special occasions whenever I may celebrate a birthday or my anniversary. But guys, listen, my mother in love made me a lemon vegan cake. And let me tell you, it was amazing. And when she first mentioned making me a vegan cake years ago, although I'm vegetarian, I really didn't know how I felt about a vegan cake. And when you are vegan, what that means is that you have no dairy. And by me being vegetarian, I mean, I don't discriminate against dairy, okay? But vegans do not eat any dairy because it comes from a cow. Or if you eat eggs, they come from chickens. And again, it's coming from an animal. So they do not indulge, like they do not eat it, which means that This cake had no eggs, no milk, no sugar. And of course, my husband said, well, it's no good then. (laughs) But 
Listen, let me tell you, that vegan cake was on point. I mean, it was the absolute bomb. It was really good. There was just goodness and mercy all up in this cake, let me tell you. And my husband actually did enjoy it as well as my son. It was very good. Anyway, I just wanted to share that in case you ever want to go vegan There are recipes out there with healthier alternatives. You don't have to deny yourself of all the good foods and snacks, which will still tickle your taste buds. So that's a little side note for you. But this week, I want to talk about how a cookie actually becomes a cookie or how a cookie is made, how it becomes a finished product. First, It has to have some key ingredients poured into it in order for it to be formed and made, which this reminds me of the scripture out of Psalm 139.14 that says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That means that we are a dangerously crafted product made by God who has set us apart So don't mess with us because we are fearful, we are impressive, and we are one to be admired. In other words, if you have even been through anything in your life, guess what? You are a tough cookie. And, you know, that reminds me of something that Bishop T.D. Jakes, yes, the T.D. Jakes, (laughs) said to me years ago when I shared some things with him that I had been through in my own personal life. He just looked at me and he said, wow, you are really a tough cookie. And what you are going to find out is that whenever you go through challenges in life, it will either make you or it will break you. And those challenges really show you what you are made of. But Listen, when a cookie is being made, it goes through a baking process. I'm not talking about no-bake cookies, okay? I'm talking about cookies that have actually been under some fire. Did you know that you can have the same baker or even a different baker can make the same exact cookie and go by the same exact recipe And each batch of cookies will turn out differently. Now, I researched this because I wanted to know how to make the perfect cookie. Now, why does this happen? How can different bakers follow the same exact recipe but receive different results? It's because it depends on who's baking the cookies and how that particular baker likes his or her cookie. Some bakers like their cookies hot. They like for them to be a little warm when they come out of the oven. Some of them like them soft and chewy or maybe even a little flat and firm. It all depends on how you like your cookies in regards to how long you let them bake and how long you are going to leave them in the oven. But however you like your cookies, before it reaches the end result The last step is to go through the baking process. When something is baked, it is put under intense heat and pressure. It becomes extremely hot 
And if it becomes too hot, it begins to harden. So the more heat you are subjected to, guess what? The tougher it makes you. When you are under fire and you are going through a tough time, trials, tribulations, when you go through things which will cause you to suffer and want you to give up, don't focus on the intensity of the heat. Just stay in the fire because God won't let the fire consume you. I'm sure I would have a witness if I was able to ask the three Hebrew boys mentioned in the Bible who were thrown into the fiery furnace. So don't focus on how intense the heat is when you go through certain things. God won't allow you to burn and he will not allow the fire to consume you because while you are in the fire or if you are under fire, I want you to know that the longer you cook, the longer you bake, and the longer you are able to sustain the heat, the tougher you will become. Here's the thing. You have to be able to understand a little something about heat. When something is under intense heat, what happens is that the added energy from the heat will cause the substance which is being cooked to rise in temperature and rise under pressure. When this happens, the thing that is being cooked begins to go through a lot of changes, but the entire time it's going through these changes under this intense heat and the longer it cooks, the better it becomes and the higher it rises while it's in the fire. And let me tell you this, when you are in the fire, God knows just how long to leave you in the fire and he knows when to pull you out. God knows when to get you out of the fire and he knows when to pull you out of the fire in the nick of time. He will pull you out and not allow you to be consumed by the fire and guess what? You won't even be burned. You won't even smell like smoke. You've probably heard the phrase before, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Well, God knows when you can't stand the heat and he knows when to pour you out. But now listen to this. When it's time for you to leave the fire and God is trying to pour you out of something, I want to say this. Don't stay in the fire. Allow God to pour you out because the Bible says that God will make a way of escape for you. There are some people who are not able to recognize when God is trying to pull them out of the fire. You have to be able to recognize and even have enough sense to know when you have suffered enough heat to leave and get out of certain situations or certain environments, which is putting too much pressure and too much stress on you. If you don't allow God to pour you out of the fire before it consumes you, then the end result may not be a favorable one for you because too much heat can actually kill you. That is the reason why people suffer from heat strokes. And it's starting to get warm outside. 
So let me say this, please be careful when you are outside and it gets too hot because too much heat will cause you to overheat. And if that happens, it can become fatal for you. One of the symptoms of someone who is suffering from too much heat is a heat stroke. And when that happens, that person may become confused, they may have strange behavior, and they can become disoriented. These symptoms can cause you to actually lose your bearings. You can become displaced from your position in knowing who you are, where you are, and where you are going. Someone who is suffering from a heat stroke may know you today, but tomorrow they have no idea who you are. You can suffer forgetfulness and even memory loss. When you see these signs and conditions from an individual who has suffered being exposed to too much heat, this is how you can tell that person has sustained too much heat, not only naturally, but even spiritually. You were doing just fine while you were in the fire being made. You were able to rise above the heat when people were talking about you, when people were hating on you. You were rising above opposition, stress, strains, challenges, and pressures from the enemy. You were doing fine in the heat when you were being made by the person that God called you to be. You were able to suffer being ridiculed. You were able to sustain the heat, but now you have subjected yourself to too much heat by staying in the fire too long. So instead of being made under pressure, staying in the fire in order to be cooked at the right temperature by staying in the fire too long, now you have allowed yourself to become overcooked. When you were ready to come out of the fire and leave the fire, instead of allowing God to pour you out, you chose to stay in the heat, that bad or abusive relationship. And by you staying in the fire too long, you have now been exposed to too much heat. And because you have sustained too much heat, now you have caused yourself to suffer a heat stroke and you've become confused and disoriented. And when someone is disoriented, here's what happens. They lose their identity. But don't allow yourself to lose focus while you are going through the fire or don't allow yourself to stay in the fire too long. In other words, don't lose your identity. Remember who you are and whose you are. Keep your identity, keep your character, keep your connection and your relationship with God. Listen, I am going to take a short break. And when I come back, I'm going to share with you how important it is for you to keep your identity while you are going through the fire. Maintain who you are because you are going to find out that you have goodness in every crumb and morsel of your being. So we are going to talk about that after the break. So stay tuned and I will be right back after this brief announcement. 
If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, beauties. Before the break, I talked about how important it is for you to keep your identity and not lose your focus, your character, your connection, or your relationship with God. Some people have a hard time maintaining their character and keeping their identity because they experience, listen to this, an identity crisis, which is a state of confusion with no sense of direction. And God is saying to you that, listen, I made you a tough cookie, something that is soft, something that is sweet. But because you refused to leave the fire at the pinnacle of the perfect right temperature that I needed you to reach, since you did not want to leave at the highest point of your development and achievement, now you have become overcooked. And we all know what happens when a cookie becomes overcooked and when it stays in the oven too long. It becomes hard. It can even become or taste bitter. And oftentimes it even sticks to the pan. And we know what happens when something gets stuck to the pan and you try to lift it up after it has become hard and you take your spatula and you try to force it, try to loosen it from the pan, but is stuck. And we all know what happens when you try to lift it up and it's stuck. The cookie will crumble. That's the reason why people get stuck in their situation and they fall apart. It's when they have suffered and they have stayed in the heat too long. That is what happens when someone who has it all together ends up falling apart when they are under intense heat and intense pressure and they stay under that pressure, and they stay in that intense, heated environment too long, and that's how they are able to crumble and even fall apart. That's the way someone can forget who they are and forget their identity. That's the way a person can seemingly appear to have lost their mind. It is because they have become overcooked and overheated, suffering from a heat stroke, and no one notices because they are not able to recognize the signs in that person who is suffering from a heat stroke. Overheated in ministry, overheated in a relationship, overheated on their job, no one is able to recognize when a person is about to give up, burn up, 
and even become consumed by the fire they are in. And the reason why is because those people a lot of times are too busy, maybe even adding fuel to the fire. Listen, when someone is going through something and you see that your brother or your sister is about to crumble, stop for a moment and take the time to pray for them because you never know just how much heat they are in and how much heat they are sustaining. When you see your brother or your sister going through the fire that has become too intense for him or for her to walk through and they have stayed in the fire too long, remember that he's stuck or she's stuck just like the cookie that gets stuck on the pan when it has baked too long. And remember that your brother or your sister may not be able to pull themselves out They need your help and they may need for someone to help pull them out of the fire. Even if I start to crumble on my way out of the fire and I start to crack and I start to break, listen, come and get me anyway, pull me out anyway, then go back and get the broken pieces and the broken fragments which have been left behind. That's what crumbs are. They are small, broken fragments from something that has been cooked or baked too long. And watch this. When fragments begin to break away from its original form or original state, pieces will fall everywhere. And God's intent is for his people to be whole. In the book of St. Matthew, chapter 15, verses 22 through 28, there is a story about a woman who was able to see the value in crumbs, fragments, and broken pieces. St. Matthew chapter 15, verse 22, it says, Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coasts and cried unto him, him being Jesus, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Verse 23 says, but he answered her not a word. So Jesus didn't even acknowledge this woman. And listen, the story gets even better. And his disciples came and besought him saying, send her away. She's crying after us. Verse 24 says, but when he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 25 says, Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. So God basically just called this woman a dog. But verse 27 says this, She even agreed with him and she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto you, even as you will. And her daughter was made whole that very hour. And if you have ever heard the phrase, that healing is the children's bread, this is where that phrase comes from. It comes out of this scripture because 
she saw the value in the breadcrumbs, which would fall from the master's table, that there was value in the crumbs. And because there is value in the crumbs, when crumbs are put back together, guess what? It becomes something not fragmented, not broken, but something that is whole. Jesus said to the woman who asked him to heal his daughter, he said to her, great is your faith. She had an abundance of faith in the admonition and fear of the Lord, but not only because she feared God, but watch this. It is because she was willing to take what others were throwing away, what others were leaving behind, what others were casting down, given to the dogs, and what others thought was insignificant. God rewarded her because she cared about what other people didn't care about. Oh my goodness, I just said something right there. What other people were willing to throw away and toss to the dogs, she was able to see value in that. She was willing to gather up the crumbs and the fragments others were leaving behind. Not only did God show her favor, but he also healed her daughter and made her daughter whole simply because her mother was willing to rescue and save the pieces someone else threw away. She was able to gather them up and ultimately that is what made her daughter whole. She was blessed, her family was blessed, and her family was delivered, set free because she was not afraid to ask for the crumbs that fell from the master's table. And not only did she care about the crumbs, but she also fought for them. She was willing to gather up the fragments. God honored this woman because he is a God that will gather up the fragments. Even if you overcook, even if you crumble, even if you crack and break, God won't throw you away. He's all about gathering up fragments. For my Bible readers, that sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? When Jesus fed the multitude, he told his disciples, gather up the fragments. And from those fragments in the story where Jesus fed the 5,000 in Luke chapter 9, verses 10 through 17, after he fed the 5,000, he had seven baskets full, not half full, but seven baskets full of fragments, full of brokenness. What that means is that when Jesus finished feeding 5,000 men, not including women and children, guess what? He had baskets left over, which were full of crumbs, full of broken pieces and full of fragments. God will gather up those broken parts, those broken pieces that others will throw away. God will gather them up and put them back together, brand new, nothing lacking and nothing broken. So listen, watch how you treat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Are you going to gather them up? Are you going to rescue them? Or are you going to throw away the crumbs which others leave behind? People tend to think that a crumb is something which is small, insignificant, and to some people, a crumb or a morsel is just trash. It's waste. But to some living creatures, a morsel 
guess what, is a meal. That small piece of a crumb, which may not fill you up, is a mouthful to someone else. But I want you to know that all of God's crumbs are important to him because he knows that if he can gather up all of the crumbs and put them back together from the thing it was broken away from, God knows that it can be made whole again. So don't waste your crumbs and don't waste anyone else's crumbs either. You can be healed. You can be delivered. You can be set free because healing is the children's bread. So listen, gather up the fragments because the very thing that someone else has thrown away, remember that it is important to God, every morsel and every piece of you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and don't allow anyone to strip you of your crumbs because you need every piece and every particle that God has created you to be. Every piece of you is important. So don't leave any of your crumbs on the table or on the floor for that matter. Gather them up, gather up your crumbs, gather up all of the fragments because Every part of you is important to God. Before I end the show today, beauties, I just want to leave you with this quote, and you've probably heard it before, but I want you to remember this. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Listen, beauties, that is my time. So remember, don't waste crumbs because you are a tough cookie because God has preserved everything in you that someone else threw away. And even if you are broken, he will put you back better than you were before. So keep living your best life for Christ. Feast on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and never forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.